What's going on everybody, guys and girls, welcome back to another edition of the Football Function Podcast, available on the Patreon app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, I'm one of the hosts of the show, Michael Ritter. You can find me on Twitter, Michael5Ritter, or also one of the hosts of the SmackDown Review over on the WWE Podcast. I actually think I butchered that the last episode, maybe in a couple episodes ago. I'm not really sure. I think maybe on the Immortals episode. Yeah, what do you say? I think on the football function, I said, and also the host of the football function Uh, podcast. Absolute stooge move. It happens, big dog. I've done it on the SmackDown Review, I'm pretty sure, and had to restart with old Jonathan. But nonetheless, (laughs) you heard his voice, a familiar voice. Yeah. It's been a while. I don't know the exact time frame i know you were on the last episode was for the all afc north mm-hmm. team and about two weeks but before that it was even like a solid two weeks yeah <laughs> so uh, there's been probably you've probably been over once in the past like four or five weeks but hey that's just you know part of it yeah. business has changed yeah business change has really picked up you already mentioned you guys are booked till the end of august yeah busy busy seasons here yeah so we totally understand um no uh no worries over here we've been holding it down i know i know obviously double j making his return cm's taking a massive step forward as well so big things are on the horizon as we continue to get through the 2023 offseason but you guys heard his voice here join per (laughs) usual my humble co-host student of the game sir young terrence minifield what up what up everybody hope everybody's doing good please excuse my absence like mike said it is it's been busy i have been jumping off the walls just here there from work to soccer games to tournaments to you name it we were, we've been doing it this past week um so in that order um i have a couple of shout outs and a couple of things that you know i didn't get to say on this show um that's been happening so first and foremost congratulations to the denver nuggets i haven't been here since then so you know they beat my heat uh everybody knows that I've, i'm a closet heat fan so um, congratulations to those guys. They dominated. They did their thing and, and you know, deserved the chip. They got the uh, Joker is one hell of a player. Jamal and all them, all the boys, they're they're phenomenal. I think they're gonna be here for a long time to stay, man. And, and I, for for now, I think it all it does run through Denver, obviously, because they're the champions. Um, but for years to come, it's gonna be hard to beat those guys and dethrone them. Um, second thing, I want to give a huge shout out um, first and foremost to all my fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Hope you guys were treated well. I know I was. Sometimes I look forward to Father's Day more than my own birthday um, just because of the, the treatment and the, the specialty of what Father's Day is. Um, but more specifically, I want to give a shout-out to one of my coworkers, Dax Wheatley, and, of course, um, show best friend uh, LVP, you guys' first Father's Day. Congratulations, guys. You guys are doing amazing. Um, if nobody's ever told you, um, you guys are doing great, okay? Everything that you're doing is the right thing. Good shit, you guys. Keep up the good work. Fatherhood is the hardest hood of them all, so you guys are, are doing great. Um, but last, uh, just want to give a shout-out to you boys for holding it down while Daddy was gone. <laughs> you guys hey. did amazing, dude. I, I've been listening, and uh, CM, dog, you are freaking blossoming, dog. You are Your episodes are just the funniest shit in the world. And Double J, welcome back, big dog. I haven't... Haven't welcomed you yet, but uh, I'm glad you're back, man. Yeah, CM, I look at him like, uh, you know, that scene in Forrest Gump when he's running and he still has his braces on. And he started and he, breaking The whole the run long. for his run yeah, scene yeah, yeah. where the boys are chasing him. Mm-hmm. And he finally starts to pick up speed. <laughs> you know, he's finally starting to go and he's shedding those braces and mm-hmm. then he finally just starts going and... <laughs> Only few can run like Forrest. Yeah. Run, so I think young CM, 
he's uh, he's knocking the braces off, That's man. A good nut. He's like starting that. to starting to hit his stride, Fuck so yeah. to speak. And yeah, definitely welcome back, Double J. But you mentioned it. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that basketball season kept going after Game Seven of the Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, it was it kinda over. Does. But it kind of does. I guess one thing we can talk about really quickly about that is what do you think about Marcus Smart leaving the oh, Celtics? Kristaps yeah. Porzingis. No, he went to Memphis. Memphis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. That was but somebody. what do you think about Kristaps Porzingis coming over well, and being the third? third star on yeah. the team. I've been a fan of the unicorn for a long time and he is a a 7-footer that can do a lot of things that a lot of 7-footers can't do. And now that he's on the Celtics, this that's a potential I mean, you're already looking at the finals uh roster. I mean, on paper, that team should go to the finals and Christoph Porzingis is is a tremendous ad- addition. Um, I thought Blake Griffin was going to be a great one, but this guy right here is going to be complete change, 180 of the team. I think he's going to be that one piece that uh, Robert Williams, when he hits the bench, uh, you can rely on on Kristaps a lot more. And uh, I hate it for for the NBA, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Well, I just really hope that he does a good job being the third option. Uh, He hasn't... You know, he's he been a, one of those guys that wants the ball. Like good. he's he's the guy. He that's, can give him the fucking ball. <laughs> Jason Tatum is getting double teamed, and Jalen Brown's doing his thing or whatever. Mm. So that, there'll be opportunities I don't for know him how to, he feels being the third option. I think he wants. He wanted to come to Boston. Yeah? Well, okay. Yeah, he, okay. he had a team option. Like there was because obviously we tried to trade him for Malcolm Brogdon a long ass time ago. Yeah, just like well, a few hours before the. The Marcus Smart trade went oh, through gotcha, because there, gotcha, both gotcha. of them were three team trades. Mm-hmm. But the first one involved Brogdon going to the Clippers, and we kept Marcus Smart. But Brogdon's injury made the Clippers weary, and they backed out. Yeah. So a couple hours later, Brad Stevens, our president of basketball operations, former head coach, yeah, former head shares coach. the same birthday as me, October twenty second. Oh, That's how I knew he was a dog, and I was going <laughs> to get the trade done. But <clears throat> he uh, he said, "All right, hold on, hold on. Let's recalibrate. Let's regroup. We're going to get this guy. We're going to bring him over." And he ended up making it happen, although it did cost us our heart and soul. And uh, it did. We had to send him over to Memphis, which I will say, if there's anywhere that he was going to go, I would That's have picked a Memphis. Perfect fit because Caleb Grant, mm-hmm. Memphis Grizzlies fan, and yep. that allows us to continue to cheer for him here and watch his games. Love it. Yeah. So I do He's like him fit going in like there, a glove but there. man, there's a tweet and I still have it where I tweeted in February of 2014. The mm-hmm. draft wasn't until June of 2014, where I said. I want the Celtics to draft Marcus Smart. I've never been a big fan of him, man. I've been a big fan of him since his Oklahoma State days. Well, few days. And he fit in pretty, pretty good with the Celtics. He wanted to retire in Boston. I wanted him there. What he brings to the table, I know we're going to miss next mm-hmm. year. But I can objectively say, when you take the emotions and everything out of it, that it was a phenomenal trade. When you think about it, because the Celtics also acquired two first-round picks. Oh, nice. With the this year's you know, yes, pick? well, okay. one this year, one next okay, year. Okay, got to, got to. And we we drafted uh, Jordan Walsh. I was asking about I that. I believe is his name. I think that's his name. He's mm-hmm. from Arkansas. Uh, no eyebrows, no hair. Yeah. I think that's a condition. Gotcha, so I don't want to gotcha. make any jokes or anything. Yeah, he like had that. the. Uh, oh man, I had it right on the tip of my tongue too. Sorry. But the <laughs> last time, the um. The Celtics won the finals was because of a trade like this. Yeah. Because we went out and got Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we got Ray Allen before Kevin Garnett was willing to come join Paul Pierce and company. And I think that we could build something similar here going to get a guy like Chris Stops. Being your you KT. Know, and, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he can be the exact same type yeah. of player, but he could have that impact on the right. team because 
we didn't have slashers like we do now with Brown and Tatum going into another another year. I think the Denver Nuggets are a perfect perfect example of what can happen mm-hmm. whenever you do build that team together, that homegrown team. Yep. And, you know, you let them build chemistry, you continue to add players, and, uh, you know, you just go from there. But that was two scoops of hoops yeah. here on the show. I do have a quick question for you before we get into the oh, yeah. what that NFC is, North. Hit me with it. Now, I'm in a big uh, fictional, or not just fictional, just football movies in general. Okay. I'm on a big football movie kick. Mm-hmm. And uh, TV shows can be included as well. Uh, I'm just curious, if you were starting a team and you could only use players from a you know a fictional movie okay. sense, who would be your head coach? Oh, head from coach. From the team, from all the movies that we've seen, you know, okay. out of all the head coaches that have, you know, graced us. You know, you got the, the one who will shoot steroids up in his players on Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Coach Klein. Coach Klein. From the Waterboy. <laughs> Coach Klein, tell me Joe. Several others as well, obviously. Um, Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. So I'm going to go ahead and just tell you right there that I just kind of tipped my hand. That is who my head coach would be if I'm starting a team. I don't know who's going to be on the roster because yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. Right. I got Coach Taylor. I can't and remember. what he's bringing culture-wise. And it don't matter who's going to play because what we're going to do mm. is we're going to have clear hearts. Or shit. <laughs> I'm about to run 10 laps and then I'll come back and we'll finish. But we're going to have clear eyes and we're going to have full hearts. And we cannot lose. So, yeah, I'm rolling with Coach Eric Taylor. Man, I can't remember what his name. Obviously, Denzel Washington is going to be uh, my selection here for Remember the Titans. Coach Boone. Coach Boone. Gosh, damn, yes. Water is for getting blood off my jersey. And you don't get blood. You don't listen to nobody, man. (laughs) Not even Docker Boone. But yeah, Coach Boone for sure. Coach Great Boone. pick. Oh, and those are both high school coaches. Out of all the all of all the movies we could have won, we both won with high school, high school coaches. Mm-hmm. Coach Taylor hey. and Coach Boone, man, those two are they're cut from the same cloth. Hey, Coach you. in high school, you know, those coaches they mean a lot more than to you in college. But let's just keep in mind that Coach Eric Taylor turned down multiple opportunities to go to SMU. <laughs> he was someone who was more than willing to stay as the head coach of the Dillon Panthers for as long as he could. I mean, but I mean, you got players like obviously What's his fucking name, dude? The fucking bitch-ass quarterback that came up. Short. Something McCoy. thought it was Mitchell. No. I can't think of his fucking name, his first name off the top of my hand. But obviously, I mean, you know, Jason Street, Matt Saracen, and then the young freshman quarterback, something McCoy. Because his <laughs> dad got involved. He was like a really rich dude and tried to push Coach uh, Taylor. Coach Taylor out Mm -hmm. because he had a quarterback coach Mm -hmm. to come be the young, uh, you know, the mentor for this young quarterback, young freshman who's already on varsity for Dillon Panthers. It's a big, big deal. (laughs) Wade Aiken, Aikman maybe, Wade Aikman, I believe, yeah, was the the quarterback coach. And they tried, his dad tried to weasel his way to get Coach Wade Aikman as the coach. Spoiler alert, he does. Coach Eric Taylor has to go to the East Dillon Panther, East Dillon Lions, I apologize, that's 10 more laps. He went to the East Dillon Lions <laughs> to revitalize and, you know, resurrect that program. Turn around that program. And if I'm if I'm being correct, man, that shit was an absolute pile of piss. He went there. The stadium was shit. There was no equipment. Oh, yeah. You got to start write che- somewhere. He risked his fucking marriage because he had to write checks, personal checks, to get them fucking jerseys because he, he had a good deal with Under Armour. Keep on, he already won state championships back mm-hmm, in Dillon, right? Mm-hmm. Well-known coach. <laughs> 
So he had he had a deal. He's like, man, because I'm because we're friends, because I know you're good for it, we'll give you these jerseys. Man, only gonna be able to take half the payment right now. And let's just say that Mrs. Coach Taylor was not uh, was not cool Dude, with it. I just wish I could think of that fucking quarterback's name. That's uh, what's bugging me right I ain't now. Gonna, I ain't gonna ever. I'm mean, gonna help you out either, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna remember. Because obviously I don't, I don't remember. Shit. I know I could text Caleb right now, and he'll probably message me. So let's see um, if I can get him to do that. <laughs> While I stall a little bit here, so what do you think about while we just transition into yeah. the, uh, you know, AFC or NFC North? I NFC apologize. North. What do you think about this division as a whole? I mean, I feel like we we're kind of talking before the show, and just yeah. from from a distance, we haven't gotten into the team yet, but from a distance, this looks like the objectively weakest division that we've done yeah, so far. Yeah, exactly. You hit it right there. I think I think so too, man. A lot of these teams are, uh, you know. A lot's going to look different, especially, you know, in this division come next year. Uh, you know, tides are going to be turned. You know, Aaron Rodgers left. So, you know, Green Bay is not going to be the daddy of that of that division no more. So who is going to be the next Green Bay to run this this division? Um, is it going to be the Bears uh, with Justin Fields this year? I mean, he's got DJ Moore and a lot more weapons to, to use to his uh, third year um, in the league. Uh, or is it going to be the Detroit Lions with their new uh, – um, uh, motor that they have behind them, uh, dude, and and then we got the Vikings. Like, who is going to be the top dog of the division this year? Oh, this one's going to be tough because we saw the Lions make their climb last year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, towards the late late end of the season, they do open the season if I'm not mistaken, don't they? Against uh, the Chiefs, it's Lions versus Chiefs to open the season. That is correct. You don't even yeah. have to. You don't have to look it up. Okay, but um, <laughs> good shit. Yeah, <laughs> that is because I remember talking about it just specifically. So Lions versus Chiefs to open the season. Clearly, they're uh, they're very hyped up, and I don't know if I'm going to be. On, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. The message is still pending, but I do believe his name is J.D. McCoy mm. as the that young prick quarterback who obviously I mean, bastard. Let's just say, man, go watch Friday Night Lights if you haven't already. Nonetheless, let's this, see here. This division's crazy. We could start with this NFC North, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Quarterback position. Who do you think I'm going to put here? Uh, let me see. I think you're going to put Jared Goff here. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> it's it's got to be Kirk Cousins. Correct. It has Correct. to be Kirk. I mean, yep. Captain as, Kirk. As much as people like to dog on him, this guy is a producer. This guy will get you, um, you know, in the top five categories that you want your quarterback to be in. This guy will give you the numbers, get you the ball to the guys quick, precise. Um, he's accurate. Deep ball is declining a little bit, but you know he's still a, a well elite quarterback. Very quietly, I'm pretty sure he said not too long ago that he is going to let his contract ex- expire and they're not going to come to a new new deal. Hmm. It's very rare that a quarterback will straight up mm-hmm. say going into a season like, "Yeah, we're not going to come to a new deal. This is our last year together. Yeah. We're going to ride it out, see what happens, and probably not go just part our separate ways afterwards." Thought that was kind of strange, but yeah, just with, at the state of the division right now, you're looking at Justin Fields, who is second yep. over. Jared Goff, I will say, and that's yeah. not a shot at Goff. Just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put if you put Justin Fields in that locker room with Dan Campbell and damn, what's their offensive coordinator's name? Something Johnson, Ben Johnson. I'm glad I remember that because yep, man, he's going to be the head coach very soon. Probably yep, his last ben year Johnson. in Detroit. Um, you give Justin Fields, Ben Johnson, and that offense with Amon Ross St. Brown. And many, many other players. The uh, Jones, Josh Reynolds. They will blow the doors off of their expectations, or at least what they've done with, with Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. But it is Kirk Cousins, you know. Yeah. So 
I feel like that's pretty easy there. Another little layup. Let's talk about the <laughs> running back position. The one running back in this division, David Montgomery, he moved from one NFC North team to another. Right. So he's very familiar. And that same NFC North team just drafted one in the first round. <clears throat> Excuse me. And who is the other running back in this division? Alexander Madison, because Dalvin Jones. Cook just passed. Yeah, other than Aaron Jones. Other I was thinking Jones. about the comparison because, yeah, Aaron Jones obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is the lead back here gotcha. in this division. And, I mean, he's just phenomenal. Scores touchdowns left and right. Out of the backfield. Really hard-nosed. Yeah, just his running style is just really elite. He is actually who some analysts say is Bijan Robinson's eye level. Like, everybody looks at, like, shit, I don't even know, like Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. and LT as Bijan Robinson's ceiling. Yeah. They say that his – Eye level right now could uh, be uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, you okay. know that's phenomenal running Hell back. Oh yeah, it is. Having him on your team is is pretty damn good. Um, let's see, as far as the wide receivers go, the number one wide receiver is pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Justin Jefferson, go ahead, the leader in receiving yards last year, wide receiver one on the All Pro team as well. Um, well deserved. Yeah, he just had a phenomenal year. He was the best wide receiver. He had like 170 something yards in his very first game ever. His very first start. God damn. I kind of just had the tone for his career, and he's blown the doors off since. Going to have another phenomenal year. Let's hope he stays healthy, man. Because with what he brings to the table, it's it's just uh, you know lights out every single week. Wide receiver two, a very very underrated guy. Amon Ra, St. Brown, yes, the sir. Sun God. The Sun God. Somebody that produces. He he reminds me a little bit of Roddy White in terms of like the the local fan base will go to war for this guy because yeah. of what he is as their wide receiver one. But mm-hmm. the mainstream media doesn't quite give him the respect that he deserves. And I know the Lions fans go hard for Amon Ra. He does mm-hmm. not lack confidence. He's uh, very much so. Um, wears his confidence on his sleeve yeah definitely probably gonna have a pretty big year like i said the offensive coordinator's back things are going to continue rolling there's offensive weapons around him to push him yeah to be better and you know you know he's going to wide receiver three newly addition for the uh the chicago bears dj moore Mm -hmm. this dude's probably going to be playing with one of the best quarterbacks that he's played with obviously he's played with cam newton as well but i mean we'll see what justin fields brings they're both in their prime they're both really young they can grow together Develop together. We'll see what happens. But the Bears went out and they, you know, added a lot of pieces on this team with all that cap space that they had. But none are probably going to make as much of an impact on the field because he impacts the quarterback directly as DJ Moore. So mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, and DJ Moore. Um, how do you think we did on that one? I think that's a solid wide receiver group right there. I think, uh, you know, any quarterback would love to have those trio right there. Amon Ross St. Brown is a blossoming flower right in front of our faces. He reminds me a lot of Steve Smith Sr. a little bit with the feistiness and uh, the stature of them both. Um, But DJ Moore, like you said, I think this is going to be his best year um, with the best quarterback he's ever played with in Justin Fields. Just that addition of what he can do, the similarities between him and Cam are – are, are, are right there in front of us. So I think he's going to have a great uh, year with that t- with those two. And then obviously Jay Jett is, is the, the man right now. He is the guy at, at RB1. So um, I think it's a great list. And compared to a, to the other other teams that we've done, um, it's, it's, it stacks up right there with them. Um, you know, the AFC East um, with Jalen Waddle, Tyreek and them, um, I think that's kind of up there with them a little bit. Yeah. Um, tied in, another huddle hopper. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson, former Ooh, Lion, hot. current Viking. Yep. I just think he has the best, you know, potential. He's the most complete tight end oh, in yeah. his division right now. Cole Komet did 
make me you know turn my head a little bit just because I'm a big fan base. of his, but mm-hmm. he's not better than TJ Hawkins, and you know TJ's an absolute. What if monster. Tunyon was still in this division? He doesn't. No. He's not better than, gotcha. than Hawkinson, gotcha. especially without Aaron Rodgers. We saw that dude. Uh, what's it called? Kind of fade out, even with Rodgers there. Yeah, you know, him. so we'll see what he does now. Sure. <clears throat> Offensive line: Left tackle David Bakhtiari from Green Bay. Left guard Elton Jenkins from Green Bay. Center Frank Ragnow from Detroit. Right guard Vitai from Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. former Eagle, and right tackle Penny Sewell from the Detroit Lions, which that's a bad boy right there. The tackles are great. Interior offensive line is very underrated. I feel like that's probably the strongest unit right there of the team so far, of the offense. Yeah, on the offensive line, yeah, I agree with them. I mean, they're just pretty good. I mean, I like the wide receivers too. That's that's tough. So as I said, from a distance, the team looks like it might not be able to hang. We'll see. I mean, the NFC South isn't going to be just absolutely littered with talent either, you know. Right, right. We'll kind of just see how that (laughs) one goes, but – what do you think about the offensive line from afar? I think that there there are holes in that in that front, and you know, coming from uh, when, we, when we go to these better defensive teams, the better defensive divisions, uh, when we put these teams against each other, we're going to see this team in particular get a lot more rushes, a lot more QB rushes, a lot more uh, negative yardage. I think uh, the tackles, like you said, are dominant tackles. Panay Sewell is, I mean, so young, but so dominant at the same time. He's going to have a fantastic career in Bakhtiari. Um, we all know the dominance that he's he's produced over the years. So, I mean, the tackles are solid, but, you know, the interior, we get these Aaron Donalds and um, – Chris Jones is in all them. They're going to they're gonna find those holes pretty easy up there. You just mentioned the offensive line, so I won't repeat. Yeah. Uh, skill position players, though, Kirk Cousins from the Minnesota Vikings. Aaron Jones running back from the Packers. Three wide receivers are Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Moore. And the tight end is TJ Hawkinson. But we'll go ahead and transition over to the defensive side. And like usual, we're going to start with that front four, baby. Sir. Edge rushers, Daniel Hunter from Minnesota, Aiden Hutchinson mm. from the Detroit Lions. Got the youth. We got the you know experienced veteran who just mm-hmm. wants out of Minnesota. He can come be. <laughs> he can be on the NFC South right now. Seriously, I would. Mm, <laughs> Daniel Hunter. <laughs> you want to talk about scratching an itch? Yep. You want to talk about filling a hole? <laughs> He'll do it in some. You want to talk about making me feel good? <laughs> That's what we need right there. Prime example, huh? Great edge rushers, though, for the NFC North. And then interior defensive linemen, both from Green Bay. Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt. Mm. What do you think about the front four? That's a scary front. The edge are solid. Uh, I mean, they're going to apply so much pressure. Those guys are going to be – like, if you put this this defense against the offense – I think this this defensive line will will put that offensive line to test. It'll put it to work. This is a great front. I think it's going to compete with a lot of the other ones. For sure, for sure. Off-ball linebackers, mm-hmm. Tremaine Edmonds, yes, newly sir. signed from Buffalo, mm-hmm. came over to another cold-weather city this time, the Burn Windy up. City. And going to start there for him. And you know that he said that he wanted to be a part of a rebuild? That's the reason why he left. Oh. He's a, he said, I wanted to go that. to a team that, wanted, that was rebuilding. Hmm. Interesting, cool. interesting perspective, and I like the viewpoint, I especially too, if you're like going to get bank for it. <laughs> like, like, dude, if you're going to pay me that much money, yeah, like I would love to be part shit, of yeah. a rebuild with a young quarterback. So, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. That's what's up. The other linebacker, Devondre Campbell, former uh, Falcon, current Packer, absolute uh, beast of a linebacker there. Dog. Love what he does. 
for the Packers. So what do you think about those two off-ball linebackers, both letting them dreads hang? Yeah, I love me some dreadheads. I'm thinking about getting mine dreaded up a Don't little bit. chicken. I don't know. I'm chicken. I'm chicken. I just... Uh, Get just those little Wayne, 2008 twists, you know, I'm the prom trying. queen, where he twists them up real thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's dope. The Not the current little Wayne. Be very clear. Yeah, those are, those are everywhere. I don't those like are like, that. what the fuck Those are, are like Jake Cole's hair. It's like, no, man, I don't want that shit. But yeah. I, I love the off-ball linebackers here. They're great. They can they can uh, do everything that you need them to do to cover wide receivers, cover tackles, I mean uh, tight ends, um, and, and come up and tackle. But uh, I think this may be that defensive uh, um, weak spot. Um, but we'll see here in the secondary. Let's get to the corners. Let's Talking about that secondary, cornerback one, Jair Alexander, mm-hmm. one of the I'm best saying. in the entire league. Mm-hmm. He could be cornerback one for the yeah. NFC yeah. if we're talking about you know all the other divisions. Uh, let's see here. Cornerback two, Jalen Johnson from Chicago. Very underrated. Very when he's healthy underrated. and when he's good, this man can compete. And I like what he brings to the table. Cornerback three, three, tres. Chauncey Gardner Johnson from the Detroit Lions. He's feisty as hell. Oh yeah. He brings what the NFC North is all about and what that Dan Campbell defense or Dan Campbell team is all about. Specifically, who is their defensive coordinator? I will pick that up for you right now. It is Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn, former defensive back for the Jets in the late 90s, early 2000s. I like it. I like it. Safeties, Eddie Jackson, Harrison Smith. Yeah. What do you think about that secondary? See, that's what I'm saying. Back end. That's a strong, that's a solid secondary end, man. Um, You've got veterans. You've got arguably one of the best corners in the game right now and the the most underrated corner probably in, in the NFL right now. So, I mean that's a solid that's a solid secondary. That's what I'm saying about the linebackers. They might be the weakest link of this defense and probably get picked on when we do our Madden simulations. Um but all in all, <clears throat> excuse me. The NFC um sorry, the NFC North uh all team here looks great. Um both sides of the ball look uh phenomenal, but they might get picked on a little bit in this one. And, and in the simulation, I think this is, this team will be uh towards the bottom of the bracket here. Just to recap really quickly, Daniil Hunter, Aiden Hutchinson are the two edge rushers in between them, Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt. Linebackers, Tremaine Edmonds and Devondre Campbell. Cornerbacks, Jair Alexander, Jalen Johnson, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Mm-hmm. Safeties, Eddie Jackson and Harrison Smith. Not a bad unit. Not really. Not one, not they one. could shock a team. They might not win the whole thing, yeah. but they could very much so, especially because you know they're going to start out playing one of the other NFC teams. Right. I don't know what they're going to be ranked, but I imagine it's either a third or fourth. Them in the NFC South probably going to be battling it out for that yeah. one. Yeah, We'll see, though, man. Uh, what <laughs> this thing has told me or what this whole, you know – Exercise, if you will, has yeah. taught me <clears throat> is man, the AFC is better than the <laughs> That's kind of been the, you know, thinking back in the history of football, you know, AFC, you kind of think of they've kind of been top dogs. History here. of football? Yeah. Five Super Bowls for the Niners, five for the Cowboys, oh, well. both in the NFC, dog. Well, okay, that was at the, that was at the Green beginning. Bay I'm Packers. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. New York Giants. Hold on, roll here, all right? But I will say Steelers, Patriots. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've done their the things. Chiefs are doing their for things. For the A's. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the Chiefs are, mm-hmm. Chiefs are saying, hold on, beer. Okay, ours <laughs> is going on right now, motherfucker. Okay, so let's just slow it down a little bit. But slow yeah, I, I agree. It's it's without a doubt headed towards the uh, headed towards the AFC's uh, way right now. And yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, all right? But. We only have two divisions left to do here, and Hell then we're yeah. going to have the Madden Simulation episode. I can't wait. Much, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. That's going to be so dope. 
Yeah, going to be going to be very fun, man. I like the episode where we're just going to recap the stats. Just yeah. recap the stats, who's won the game. It's like a show, like a breakdown. Yes, sir. <laughs> going to be very, very exciting. But thank you so much for coming back to Funky Bro, Thon. I'm always here to be in Funky Thon. You know, know. that. She's been busy. It is yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The listeners understand. We're trying to do our best to yeah, keep the content coming. That's why this episode is going to start the week on Monday. Oh, good on Monday. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll take it from there. But any uh, any shout outs, any plugs, anything like that? I mean, I know you gave your shout outs at the yeah. beginning of the show. So any plugs or um, anything you want to say to the Funkies obviously, as we head out? Obviously, we got to thank the Funkies. Uh, you guys ride or die with us, man. Absent or not, you guys are still here. I want to appreciate. Uh, I do. I do appreciate you guys so much. I'm extremely blessed that you guys choose to listen to my dumbass voice. Uh, uh, honestly, guys, you are amazing i can't thank you guys so much for just tuning in to our little show here this is uh something that i never thought i'd be doing but here we are right now and i'm enjoying every fucking second of it so appreciate you big dog funkies you guys have a phenomenal week and uh you know i'll be here i will be here okay i will be here you better be you better be bud (laughs) but with all that being said funkies you guys better have a damn good week okay we're about to end june here on a positive note hell yeah and then we're going to head on into July. We're going to have some fun, man. I love July. Both of July is around the corner. July 4th coming up. Can't wait for that. Got a lot of birthdays in July as well. It's the last month where you can kind of breathe and say, man, we just got to relax. Because once we you know, get to the end of July, training camp starting, we're getting a football season or at least preseason in uh, August. And then September is here and we are full swing. Can't wait, dog. Football season. Can't get here quick enough. It can, it can't, but with all that being said, you guys all have a damn good rest of your week. Walk passionately in the direction of your dreams, and I'll talk to you soon.